the Steelers envy of Tom Brady is in overdrive. Could he be the perfect Pittsburgh quarterback? Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. It wasn't just that Steelers nemesis Tom Brady single-handedly bested the entire Pittsburgh football franchise by achieving his seventh Super Bowl win. The Steelers have just six Lombardis. And it wasn't watching Brady's been there done that cool as the 43-year-old quarterback played the Kansas City Chief defense like a fiddle in his 10th Super Bowl appearance. It wasn't even witnessing Brady connect with one of the greatest Steelers receivers and one of the most troubled for a touchdown in the Super Bowl to none other than nincompoop, Antonio Brown. What really sent all that Steelers envy of Tom Terrific into overdrive all across the 412 area code was watching Brady operate out of play action and hit passes deep down the field. All of it en route to one of the biggest Super Bowl blowouts ever, the Bucks' 31-9 laugher at home in Tampa. Ouch. All of it brought about a big reckoning in Steelers Nation. The GOAT was every bit the GOAT against the Chiefs. Brady will go down as a seven-time Super Bowl winner who was far from done. As soon as he clutched that Lombardi, and as the confetti was still raining down, Brady put a rest to any doubt. I'm coming back, he said. And do not put it past him to claim an eighth Lombardi either. Steelers fans should know this above anyone. That's how good he is. And boy, oh boy, did it cause a freak out in Pittsburgh. Some Steelers fans were coming around to the unthinkable yet inescapable realization of how truly terrific Tom really is. There was a Brady conversion occurring all across western Pennsylvania Sunday night. Steelers fans are in full submission. They are down on bended knee to Brady. Tom has finally done it. He's broken them. Worse, the Tom torture is expected to continue until morale improves, which could be never. That's because the Steelers' own veteran quarterback, Big Ben Roethlisberger, is still teetering on whether or not he'll be back for 2021. Many Steelers fans, meanwhile, remain highly ambivalent about Big Ben continuing his career. They just don't see him doing what Tom Brady just did, namely putting the ball down the field, being mobile in play action, playing the opposing defense like a fiddle, and most importantly of all, cashing in on that NFL hardware when it counts. We look back at the Super Bowl and we look ahead to the Steelers' 2021 campaign, even though we still don't know what the team will look like, but we have plenty of good takes on this very topic, all in this edition of your Steelers Update podcast. And be sure to check out my Pen Live column on Thursday. It will be packed with plenty of Twitter memes to put a face on all the Brady envy emanating from the 412 area code. At the very least, we all need a laugh right about now in Steelers country. 
and how. But for now, let's get right to it. The recriminations just keep coming as Steelers fans and analysts alike not only witness Brady ascend to football heights never before achieved by mere mortals, in doing so, he seemed to point out all those things wrong with the rusting Steelers offense. Here's radio talker Andrew Filipponi giving some voice to this level of angst. Quote, what the Super Bowl reinforced, it's time to do away with the Steelers' silly notion that the short pass is the same as the run. It is not for a lot of reasons, but the best might be play action. It did wonders for Tom Brady, unquote. Play action. We want play action in Pittsburgh. That's the message. But Tom Brady was more than a quarterback in that Super Bowl. He became none other than a Jedi in this game, at least in the mind of one Pittsburgh sports radio host. That being Colin Dunlap, who has Brady living rent-free in his head. He tweeted out this, quote, I just rewatched much of the Super Bowl. It is mind-blowing the Jedi-type stuff Tom Brady did to Tyron Matthew. Honey Badger's whole body language and everything changed from the Brady exchange on. Unreal how much he was taken out of his game. Brady did wizardry on him, unquote. Hey, it was as if Pittsburghers were attempting to top each other with their full-blown Brady praise. Here again is Andrew Filipponi anointing Brady as none other than the perfect Pittsburgh QB. Say what? Well, Filipponi just did, and here it is, quote, I like Tom Brady. There, I said it. He's everything Pittsburgh wants out of its quarterback. He takes less cash. He believes in the run game. He uses his tight ends. He'll get his nose dirty and run the QB sneak. He's first out, last to leave. How do you hate that? And if the Steelers had Tom, well, what might have been instead of Big Ben? Well, Filipponi ponders this too, and he tweets this, quote, Trading places take. If Tom Brady is the Steelers' QB in 2020, they go to the AFC Championship game. Maybe even the Super Bowl. If Big Ben is the Bucks' QB in 2020, Tampa Bay gets beat by the Washington football team. Wild card weekend. Agree or disagree? All from Andrew Filipponi, who is loving him some Tom Brady right about now. Brady wasn't the only one getting some Pittsburgh love. None other than Antonio Brown was getting some praise in Pittsburgh. Hey, it looked like Brown might not even play in the Super Bowl, but instead he had his Super Bowl tutty to add to the Steel City nightmare, to wit. Here's Kevin Colbert, the guy who drafted Brown in the sixth round, showing some class, as reported by Tim Benz for Trib Live. Quote, I was happy for A.B. to win a Super Bowl trophy. That's something that is unique. Once a player does it, there is nothing else that can compare. When you get that first one, it's unique and you remember it. Those ex-Steelers, I know they enjoyed that. 
That was a special group, and we are happy for all of them, unquote. Yeah, the Steelers' submission in wake of the Super Bowl was so utterly complete in some circles, they were giving it up for A.B. But not everyone was going there. No, indeed. For others, it was anything but bygones when it came to Brown and all his antics. Here's sports writer Mike Asty making that clear enough. He tweets, quote, This is it. Antonio Brown did not do anything to deserve this redemption story other than go to a few months without being insane. A.B. scoring a touchdown in the Super Bowl and winning a ring shows a bad guy can win. But that doesn't mean he redeemed himself at all, unquote. Now there it is. Bare and bold on Antonio Brown. No love lost for many in Pittsburgh. But fully deserving of universal praise was that Tampa Bay defense. They didn't just show up. In many ways, they were the show by throttling quarterback Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. Yet again, Steelers fans noticed, especially after their own D, came up small in the playoffs versus the Browns. From SteelersDepot.com, they tweet this, Defense still wins championships. Todd Bowles was the Super Bowl 50 MVP, not Tom Brady. Hey, indeed, Brady and the Bucks had it all going on so well, some in Pittsburgh were comparing them to rarefied air, none other than the A-team. Hey, you young guys, look it up under great 1980s TV. Here's the tweet from Steelers Takeaways. Quote, Tampa Bay is like the A-team. Arians as Hannibal Smith. Brady as Face. Gronk as B.A. Baracus. Antonio Brown as Howling Mad Murdoch. Unquote. Of course, some Steelers fans sneered that Brady had another team in his corner the one wearing black and white stripes with their yellow flags on the field instead of the pocket. Yeah, I'm talking about all that Brady officiating that was going on down in Tampa, but that's another story. And of course, all the Brady praise comes at the expense of Big Ben, at least it does in Pittsburgh. Many Steelers fans are unsure whether Seven should be back under center in 2021, And if he is, does that rule out a seventh Super Bowl trophy anytime soon? But if Big Ben does come back, maybe he needs to go on the Tom Brady diet and workout regimen. So says one prominent ex-Steeler as Tim Benz reports. There's a lot of Brady-inspired advice for Roethlisberger. And again, Big Ben is a kid compared to Tom. Ben's just turning 39. So here's former Steelers cornerback Ike Taylor, who recently told 93.7 The Fan that he felt Ben's best interest and the best interest of the team was for Roethlisberger to retire, as Ben's writes. And he goes on to say, in short, Taylor essentially said that Roethlisberger had nothing left to prove in the NFL and that his continued starting status on the Steelers would simply delay rebuilding efforts. Also, Taylor believes that the Steelers will lag behind in development at the quarterback position 
while Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, and Joe Burrow continue to grow in Cleveland, Baltimore, and Cincinnati, respectively. All again, this is from Tim Benz, and he goes on to say, the two-time Super Bowl winner took the discussion one step further on Sunday. Speaking to TMZ, Taylor reiterated all those opinions. Then Taylor said if Roethlisberger does decide to play with the Steelers again in 2021, he needs to adopt some of Tom Brady's approach to conditioning. Here again, Ike Taylor, quote, I think if seven, meaning Roethlisberger, wants to come back, seven has got to get on this Tom Brady regimen. He's got to really hone in the offseason and get some of his mobility back. In the NFL, unless you've got an offensive line like Tom Brady's, you can't be a pocket quarterback. They're becoming extinct right now, unquote. Again, finally, Ike Taylor goes on to say of seven, meaning Ben, seven's got to change. Big Ben has to tell the offensive coordinator, we need to run the ball. Seven won Super Bowls with a good defense and having a good running game. Seven needs to go tell Matt Canada, hey, bro, we've got to establish a run game, unquote, all from Ike Taylor via the reporting of Tim Ben. Eh, of course, it wasn't all bad news for the Steelers surrounding the Super Bowl. Offensive lineman Alec Fanica and game contributor Bill Nunn got the call for the Hall of Fame. Congratulations to both. But what about 2021? The Steelers, who we know will never have Tom Brady. But the question is, who will they have? Mark Caboli, writing for The Athletic, gives us our first well-founded predictions. He writes this, quote, The only thing we know about the salary cap, which will be set later this month, is it won't be anywhere near the $210 million figure the Steelers were anticipating before the pandemic altered the 2020 season and its revenue. Whether the cap is $175 million or recently reported $185 million, decisions are going to have to be made. Now, here are Kabolis regarding some of the most high-profile Steelers free agents. We're going to go down the list with Kabolis' predictions and a percentage figure for them being back. First, Bud Dupree, uh, outside linebacker. Kaboli writes, a grim picture for Dupree's return chances. Dupree will get paid handsomely on the first day of the legal tampering period in mid-March, and it will not be by the Steelers. Zero percent chance of returning. Juju Smith-Schuster, wide receiver, quote, with Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson emerging as stars on entry-level contracts, Smith-Schuster is expendable. Zero percent chance of returning. James Conner, running back, Moving on from a running back because you can get one cheaper is a smart move. 13% chance of returning. Josh Dobbs, backup QB. Dobbs played on a minimum salary last year, so I can't see why he wouldn't do it again. 69% chance of returning. Alejandro Villanueva, offensive lineman. Unless Villanueva values playing for the Steelers enough to sign a one year deal worth a fraction of what he could get, there's no way he's back. 12% chance of returning. Mike Hilton, Cam Sutton, cornerbacks. Quote, a coin flip between Hilton or Sutton returning, but it is unlikely both will. 
49% chance for Hilton, 51% chance for Sutton. Zach Banner, offensive lineman, a one-year deal with playing time incentives will bring Banner back, 99% chance of returning. And finally, Robert Spillane, inside linebacker. The Steelers like him because he provides a hard-nosed mentality alongside Devin Bush. 100% chance of returning. All good stuff from Kaboli. And with that, you have your first look at the still-elusive 2021 Steelers roster. As for the chance for this year's Steelers reaching next February's promised land and winning a Super Bowl, well, oddsmakers give them a eh, so-so odds. 33-1. to Middle of the pack in the NFL. As for Brady and the Bucks, it's 9-1 to odds. The second best chance in the NFL behind, yes, the Kansas City Chiefs at 5-1. So there you have it. Tom Brady winning yet another big one? Don't count it out. But we'll be counting on the Steelers returning to some form of glory in 2021 and we'll be following it all here on the podcast download the audio every wednesday afternoon wherever you download your favorite podcast and of course log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news <laughs>